see yourself with the answer. How does this change my life? We closed yesterday with, with talking about pray and meditate, Joshua 1. See yourself with the answer. Now, and let's back up, let's back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Step one, decide what you want from your father. Prioritize and be very specific. Now, you're going to have to fix that in your heart and mind. Don't let the devil talk you out of your, don't don't you let him talk you out of the car you're believing for. Don't you let him talk you out of, uh, listen, we were in Tulsa. Gloria began to believe God. She wrote down on her, her little list. Brother Roberts wrote a book that said, don't let, him, let anybody steal your dreams. And so she's writing down her dreams. I didn't even know she was doing it. Now, number one, the perfect home for this family and this ministry. Amen. She wrote that down. And the scripture that the Lord gave her. Well, she starts saving house magazines. You know, those big, thick ones. <laughs> Southern um, home and, you know, architect books. Yeah. And get, get bigger, man. They got so many of them couldn't already carry them around. I said, Gloria, uh, Cut the pictures out that you want. We don't have to carry those books around. So she did, and she's filing the pictures. And she's building this thing on the inside of her. She's building that house. Well, it finally got to where she got her some graph paper with the little squares on it, you know. And she, we'd come home from the road, and boy, she'd hit that dining room table, and out the, all that stuff would come, and she's, she's, she's playing house. Well, it's better than what she used to do. When she was a little girl, she was born in her grandfather's home, and her, and this is in rural Arkansas, and her playhouse then was the outhouse. <laughs> this beat that all over the place. <laughs> Some of you don't even know. <laughs> a little boy, his dad, they're members of this church. Jeremy was preaching about when you're raised in the word of faith, you have a different vocabulary than, and, and Jeremy said, you know, that's my grandson, Pastor George Terry's son. And he said, when, he said, I thought we actually lived in the household of faith. <laughs> this little boy is a friend of, of Justice, uh, Jeremy's oldest. He and his dad, his family was on the road. And uh, he said, they, and they had a potty emergency. And so they pulled off in a roadside rest thing. And they went in there. And now this little guy, I mean, he's, he's, he's just little. He said, oh, daddy, it smells like the curse of the law in here. <laughs> That's good. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tend to agree with him now. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> anyway. And Brother Copeland, what's the curse of the law? Well, let them that are ignorant say ignorant still. I, I, I don't have time to get into that right now. <laughs> now, you have found the scriptures. You have a solid foundation. You firmly fix these promises in your mind and in your heart. You're praying. You're meditating these verses. You're seeing yourself with the answer. How do you do that? You begin to meditate Now that I'm healed, you're, you, nothing has changed, but you're standing on Isaiah 53, and you're standing on Matthew 8, 17, and you're standing on 1 Peter 2, 24, and you're standing on, on the, the healing scriptures throughout the Bible, Exodus um, 23, 25, all of these different scriptures. You're standing on those. They're, they're firm. I mean, like, like we said yesterday, I mean, you stuck them up on the refrigerator. You've made, you've made cards and stuck them on your, your mirror. When you look at it in the morning, you read that scripture, put it before your eye. Don't let it depart. I'm really, I am really serious about this. If you're serious about getting your prayers answered and particularly with things that have to be changed, you get the picture of that car. Don't be asking how much it cost. That'd come later. But you fix that thing on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. Now, now that I'm healed, how does this change my life? If you've never walked, like I said yesterday, Get you a picture of yourself and have your head on the body of somebody walking, dancing. I'm serious about this. Get it into your brain and it'll get down in your spirit. It gets down in your spirit. You can have it. (laughs) It belongs to you. Yes, it does. I don't know how to, spiritual things are are difficult to express sometimes. Uh, And this one is, (laughs) it's hard to get it across. When it, When it drops down in there, you can tell it. You remember asking your mama, Mama, uh, how I know when I'm in love? And she, you know. <laughs> and you're thinking, what? <laughs> when this thing gets, when it, all of a sudden you own it. Yeah, thank you, Lord. I just remind me of what, what my spiritual father, Oral Roberts, said so many times. You just know that you know. That you know. 
that you know you know. That you know you know. You know that you know you know. And all of a sudden, it's just yours. It's just yours. We were believing, our family was believing for a new station wagon. Boy, new Buick station wagon. Carry all of our stuff with it on the road, you know. John's just a little old boy. And, 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 you know, I mean, well, yeah, we were specific. We knew exactly what that car looked like. Sowed the seed for it. John and I are driving along, and he's, he's sitting over here in the right seat. He's just a little boy. He said, Daddy, we have our station wagon. I said, we sure do, John. He said, well, let's go get it. <laughs> now, see, it got real to him. Now, he didn't just do that the first day or two we started talking about this, but we talked about it so much, we had pictures of the car, we knew exactly what, and it got down on the inside of him. He couldn't understand why we don't go get it. Well, he ministered to me. I thought, yeah, why don't we just go get it? And I said, yeah, Lord. Yeah, praise God, I'm just going to go get it. Yeah, it just got so real. I'm just going to go get it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm I'm just going to go get it. It got so real inside me. Within a matter of of days, just hours. There's a man called me. I knew him very well. Brother Kenneth, I want you to forgive me. I said, well, yeah, what for? Oh, Kenneth, he said, the Lord told me to send you $3,500 on a car you're believing for, and I didn't do it. It's exactly what I have to have. I went down the next day and bought the Buick. See, it clumped down in me. It got in John first. And that's all I needed. And it pushed pushed that image to realization. Now that's what, you know, I told you last week, that's what Gloria calls when faith boils over. All of a sudden, I mean, the pot boiled right then. Right then. I said, yeah, let's just go get it. Well, when I said that, then the Spirit of God I wasn't manipulating the man. No. The Spirit of God already told him to do it. That's right. What happened? It became real in me. Mm-hmm. And when it did, it became real in him. Yeah. yeah. That's Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Number four, use these scriptures to fight the good fight of faith. 1 Timothy 6, 12. Um, Verse 10, for the love of money, not money, the love of it, is the root of all evil which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many errors. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. Now, Ephesians chapter 6. Now we're down, we're down into 
the place where you begin to grow up spiritually in your prayer life. Ephesians chapter 6 and uh, the 17th verse. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication with all things. Now then, hold your place there and go, well, no, let's just do it while we're here. Verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not with flesh and blood. That flesh and blood is not going to cost you your prayers unless you start fussing and fighting with them. No, your enemy is not flesh and blood. Forgive them and forget it. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with the truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, take the helmet of salvation salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying. That's prayer armor. You don't fight people with that armor. You don't fight the devil. You don't fight him. He's already defeated. You let the Word you're standing on fight its own fight. Amen. Let the Word Fight its own fight. Hebrews chapter 4. Whoa. Glory be to Jesus. Hebrews 4. <laughs> Verse 10. He that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did for him, did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the Word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the moral, and is a discerner of the thought and the intent of the heart. Glory be to God. You have a sword. Use it. I said use it. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Refuse to allow doubt and fear to enter your consciousness. You remember 2 Corinthians 11, 4? Let's turn over there. I want you to put your eyes on that. 2 Corinthians 11, 4.
Verse 3, I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom you have not, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit which you've not received, or another gospel which you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. I suppose I was not a whit behind the very chiefest of apostles. Now then, verse 14, and, uh, verse 34, such a false prophet deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. No marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. The devil works in the area of dreams, visions. Don't you let any kind of a dream or a vision get you off the Word of God. Well, it is not my will to heal you at this time. What did we find in 2 Corinthians 1 20? You just say, boom! <laughs> Get! Listen to that. I don't care how much razzle and dazzle you got. No, no. You just rest. I'm resting. See, when I rest, he works. When I work, he rests. I don't want that. <laughs> I labor to get me a new house. I labor to get me a new car. I labor, oh, I'm believing for a husband. No, 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 baby. Uh-uh. No. We labor to enter into that rest. Let him take care of the husband. Let him take care of the wife. Let him take care of the car. Let him take care of the house. Gloria just, I mean, she just had more fun. She just building that house on that paper, you know, just building that thing. And she said one day, Kenneth, what am I going to do? This thing just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I said, Gloria, who cares? It's a dream. Dream on, girl. <laughs> she said, okay. And she just kept going and kept going and kept going. She came in there to me one day and she said, Kenneth, something's happening. I said, what? She said, I'm either going to have to build this house or quit this. She said, I don't know whether it's God's will to build this. It's, it's, it's big. It's all that. She said, I've just been dreaming. But she said, something's, something's happening to me. And I said, okay, you know what we do. To get the wisdom of God, we pull aside for three days and either fast or partial fast or, or not fast at all, but just, just don't pray about anything else. And turn all your prayer responsibilities over to the Holy Ghost and pray in tongues. He'll take care of all that for you. And, um, and just pray about this situation. But pray and listen. Pray and listen. Pray and listen. So we went up uh, to Colorado. And um, we were just sitting there in, the, in the, the living room there, praying over this thing, praying over 
And this was the third day, about noon. I heard her say, Lord Jesus. And, and she didn't say it with a serious look on her face. She said, Lord Jesus, if it's not your will for me to, for us to build this house, that's fine with me. I have no regrets. I'll never bring it up again. Just smile. So we're sitting there. I heard these words. Now remember what I told you a couple of weeks ago? I've never heard the audible voice of God. Remember what else I told you? I'm open. (laughs) Don't be messing around trying to hear voices or seeing angels. We just got through talking about that. The devil will, he'll oblige you. You don't want to get into that world. I heard it. He said, I want you to minister this house to her. It's part of your prosperity. And he gave me scriptures. He said, now, I want you to lay your hands on her and minister these scriptures to her. So I did that. She just began to weep. She said, those are the scriptures I put on that little card at ORU the very first day uh, for the perfect house for this family and this ministry. We knew we stood on those scriptures back there that many years ago. We knew it was right. We had it from God. We knew it in our hearts. Why? Because we were standing on the word back there then and he's ministering that word to us now. And I want you to know it's a big house. Glory be to God. And when the foundation was finished, the money was in the bank to pay for it. People, our partners would write in and say, I don't know what Gloria's doing, but I'm adding a hundred to, to this month. She's doing something to her house. Glory. We're out of time. <laughs> Jeremy will be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.